This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. From the suburban sprawl of New Jersey to the shores of eastern Pennsylvania, this is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I am your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 243, The Wrong Stuff. Mm, very much so, The Wrong Stuff this week. Although we had the right stuff because we were all correct. Yes, we, we kind of uh, called this one, me calling it exactly, uh, for two loss. Yes, the Red Bulls went up to Toronto, and to the surprise of few... <laughs> uh, they did not put in their best foot forward, uh, at least for a full 90, uh, losing 4-2. Uh, Toronto FC, probably one of the best teams in MLS history. Actually, they, are they already, points-wise, the best team in MLS history, regular season? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. Where's our Matt Doyle for that? Yeah, we need a Matt Doyle on this show. Uh, but, you know, capping off a stellar season uh, with uh, their supporters clinching the supporter shield um, with the win against our beloved New York Red Bulls, or at least the team we love to hate. Now they've become they, our tolerable Red Bulls. Yeah, the tolerable. Uh, the barely tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, kind of a chore to tune in for two weeks every uh, two hours every week. Um, but let's, you know what, let's dive right into it. Uh, you want to go to tweets or dislikes, likes? Uh... Uh, we'll read off the tweets quick because there really isn't that many of them. Yeah. And honestly, uh, two of them came not even from us posting. It came from them seeing the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> what a shocker uh, there, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Gnome Sniper said, uh, he saw the lineup and said, our way of saying, fuck it, we're done. <laughs> Hashtag YZZO, which is always fun. Yeah, of course. And then uh, Joel Bischoff replied to that. Jesse's Jesse's taking the quote, I mean, they can only take three points from us no matter what approach. Yeah, pretty much. And then our friend uh, Steve Santos, he actually uh, tweeted us because I was was texting him before the game. He said, I was so close to guessing how many goals we're going to give up in a loss to Toronto at BMO Field. I said five, but we gave up four, which is true. He did say we're probably going to lose five nothing. Yeah, at least it wasn't at goose egg, right? Right. Could have been worse, we guess. Could have been worse. So um, I guess let, then let's dive into our own analysis. Uh, what did you dislike about this one? The most, uh, that, the, 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 the penalty kick. I think that's, if I really want to break it down, you know, they, they get back to the game. And there's just oh, there's just no reason to take a guy, wrap your arms around him. If it was Aaron Long, I believe, just grabbing all over. And I'm sitting there. I go, "Where's the whistle? Where's the whistle? Where's the whistle?" <laughs> oh, sure enough, and the whistle came. Yeah, because it was it was so clear. There's no need for it. There's no need if he's going to shoot and score. Let him shoot and score. Yeah. But there's also a chance that Robles is going to make a save there. Pretty decent chance, I thought. It's just. You were back in it. You, there was a chance to escape the game with a point. Mm-hmm. Now they did score later, but again, you now you were trailing three yeah. two. Yeah, you that's, chased the game at that point. 
Right. I mean, getting a point out of there, we all would have celebrated the draw. That would have been the best draw of the year. Oh, without a doubt. You know, when everybody kind of knew that this game was not going to go our way. Uh, that it's just, it's just a killer because they got so dominated in the first half to come back, tie it up and give that up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just, that was that. That's when you knew the game was over. That, that whole sequence leading up to the penalty kick, like kind of played out in slow motion. It's just kind of like you saw it coming and you saw Aaron Long hanging all over him. And it was just like, you knew it was coming. Like you just said, you're like, where's the whistle? Where's the whistle? Like you knew it was coming. You saw him dripped all over Josie. Uh, it was just a, it was a foregone conclusion. Uh, I think my big dislike was that this team gave me hope for a good portion of the match. <laughs> and there was a period I was like, hmm, maybe, maybe they're going to get out of here with a point. And uh, obviously that hope was not rewarded. Uh, you know, it was pretty easy to get over as it just kind of collapsed pretty quickly towards the end there. So, uh, but that, that's, I think it like for a while I was kind of, cause I, it was a bad sports weekend overall between all my teams. I really give a, a hoot about more, not very good. So no kidding. What I mean, so, what an absolutely brutal. Yeah. So, you know, weekend. so the rebels were the only ones who gave me, well, Rutgers gave me a quarter, gave me a quarter of hope. I guess <laughs> And the Giants gave me four quarters of hope, but uh, the Red Bulls uh, certainly, it looked like for a while maybe they were going to pull off the impossible, what seemed impossible, and uh, that would have been nice. Um, so I guess what did you like? Is there anything did you like about this one? I liked the Gazala Verone goal. Yeah. That was nice. Uh, but I'll say this. I like the build up of play in the past to him more than like the actual goal. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why is that uh, many Red Bull fans all they could talk about was, oh, this is why he needs to start. This is why he needs to start every game, right? Oh, man. Oh, Verone, 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 Verone. BWP's in the same exact spot. He's probably scoring two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got to credit the, the assist mm-hmm. on there. That, that's where you got to give credit. And well, that was, um, was that Tyler Adams, I think, with that assist? Yeah, yes, I believe so. You know, so that's, that's where I, I love. That was really the buildup because he put it in the absolute perfect spot and put it right on Verone's feet, mm-hmm. um, which was nice to see. Uh, and I guess the only like ish is, I don't know, they scored two goals. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Where else do you go on this one? Yeah. Uh, I'll just throw a double down on Tyler Adams. Uh, it's nice to see. It's, you might as, already look, might as well already look towards the future with this team. And granted, the future with Adams is probably maybe one more season. But, uh, you know, hey, the future's right there. The kid's uh, playing playing his ass off and uh, certainly progressing, I think, possibly even faster than many predicted he would uh, this season. That is for sure. Uh, anything else you want to say about this one? No, because, again, we all predicted loss. Yeah. We all expected it. We all predicted high-scoring losses, I think, too. Right? You said 4-2. Yeah. I think I said 3-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay actually got his in. Uh, I, I got to tell you, it was kind of funny. He did not watch the game live because that's what Jay doesn't do. He just does watch live games. Yeah, he has this, he has this thing called the life. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, so he goes, "Hey, I haven't watched the game yet. I'm going to throw in my prediction four to one." And I swear, if that said four two, <laughs> I was going to cancel his prediction out and go, "No, sir." Because yeah. then I would start to get suspicious. Exactly. There'd be some shenanigans afoot. Absolutely. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, we we all predicted high-scoring losses. Uh, we all figured there was no way 
that Toronto was not going to clinch the supporter shield at home mm-hmm. against a team that's really just kind of down in the dumps right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, so I guess with, we'll just push that, you know, thing that we expected back in the past, move <laughs> on to the future. Uh, this Saturday, October 2nd, uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern, the Rebels take on the Vancouver Whitecaps, who uh, I believe are in first place in the West right now. Uh, the game will be on Unimas. Uh, Jay Unimas! Unimas! Yes. Uh, Jay did get his uh, prediction in on time. He predicts a 1-1 draw with both teams. He goes like the extra mile here on this one, that both teams will finish a man down. Uh, and he said that uh, they're going to tie it in the 92nd minute. Yes, he did. 92nd he got minute. very specific on this one. Yeah. So if he, I mean, if he gets this right, do we just get make it like exact that they're one one draw, both teams man down and tied in ninety six minute? Does he just get to keep the belt? If he gets all that correct. Uh, it's hard. It's it's hard not to give him the belt, right? Yeah, I mean, he's not going to send it either way. Uh, no, right. It doesn't matter who wins. He's still going to keep that thing. Yeah, but like we won't complain about it. Is I think what we should say. Right. Uh, if he gets that all, every single one of those things correct, he gets to keep the belt without sans complaint. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, what do you think is going to happen this Saturday against Vancouver? Finally, we're going to win. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I know Vancouver is playing great right now. I know they, uh, we believe are currently first place in the West because neither of us are going to look it up because we don't care that much about the Western Conference. But I, I have the good feels. Mm-hmm. The week off, playing home. You have to break out of this at some point. They need one win to clinch a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. One win. So I think this is going to be the win. Vancouver does have to travel a long way. Uh, Jay wanted to also mention that they did draw 1-1 against us, but that was in the CCL. We're talking March when teams aren't even really – I mean, they're still in training mode. Uh, I think this will be a, I'm going to say a two to one win. I'm going to go with the most generic win, super, super generic, but I think we can finally, everyone, all the regular starters are going to start. They made their dumb mistakes last week. You're not going to have four people staring at one player with a ball. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, I, I just like their chances. I, I, I think this is the week mm-hmm. and maybe they can kind of take a big old deep exhale and prep themselves for more than likely playing at Atlanta. I mean, he's just got to smell it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I want to predict a win. I really do. But this team has let me down. So they've hurt me. They've hurt me so much recently. Uh, so I can't. I can't predict a win. Uh, I don't think it's going to be 1-1 draw. One, I think the Red Bulls uh, defense, offense is better than that. And on top of that, I think the Red Bulls defense is worse than what Jay is predicting. So I think I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw. Um, you know, I just I, – I feel like we're going to see some defensive brain farts once again. But yet with Verone, uh, Royer out there uh, along with BWP, I do think they'll have the offensive uh, uh, ability to at least get two goals of their own. I really kind of want to go 3-3. I just don't see it happen twice in a row at home. Uh, so therefore I'm going with 2-2. And more disappointment on the way for us Rebel fans. That's what and I'm it, saying. 
if, if you like this appointment, the Red Bulls just posted uh, the update for Aurelian and Colin. Still in the boot, not playing anytime soon. Okay, there you go. So no defense help coming anytime soon. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. Have him ready for the playoffs, maybe. I mean, he's not even out of the boot yet. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be lucky if he makes the trip to D.C. That's what I'm thinking. If not, then we better hope that he's actually going to play in the playoffs. Imagine if the Red Bulls used that roster spot that they freed up for by putting <laughs> – uh, getting ball on the engine reserved. Hmm. Oh, imagine! Oh, would that have been a treat? That would have been nice. Hmm. Well, the guys they brought in have been absolutely amazing so oh, far. Fidel Escobar, what a star! He, you could say he's a goal scoring machine, right? Uh, yeah, I'd say that's probably yeah. He, he, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> that's you could say that in a way. Um, you put him in, he, he is going to put the ball in the net. There's no doubt about that. Oh, boy. Um, speaking of Fidel Escobar. Oh, he, yeah. Segway. <laughs> he and uh, Michael Murillo will be potentially lining up against the U.S. national team this Friday night uh, at 7 o'clock. Uh, that game, I believe, will be on FS1. Um, if it's not, it's on ESPN. Sorry. They're playing down in more Orlando uh, in a crucial World Cup qualifier for the United States, the United States pretty much has new wiggle room whatsoever uh, these next two games. So I guess we'll just do them together because they also play uh, Trinidad and Tobago on Tuesday. Uh, I believe that time is, I don't know. I'm trying to get that real quick. Uh, they'll play Trinidad on being star. Oh, so the uh, Panama game is on ESPN 2, 7 p.m., and the Trinidad game is Tuesday at 8 p.m. on BN Sport. Um, so, what do you think? You think the United States is going to miss the World Cup for the first time since 1986, these next two games? I, I God, I, they better not. <laughs> I mean, you think they can beat Trinidad even away, right? You think so? Who knows what kind of field they're going to play on? I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah. I, it could be a pure dirt field when they play down there. That would actually be my biggest worry. My biggest worry isn't actually the team they're playing against. It's just what what on earth are they going to be playing on? Yeah. Um, but if Orlando now wants to step up and prove to themselves how great of a stadium they are, because Bruce Arena had to yet again open his mouth and <laughs> complain and say, well, we really hope we get good uh, home field advantage because New York was not great. Uh, Dummy. He well, just hey, he really just can't let things go. Let's just let him say that, because if he thinks the qualifiers in New York, they might come back. Yeah. It's just saying. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, I, you know, I want to say, oh, sure, there's going to be Panama at home. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, why am I going to say that now? Yeah. It, all you can say is they have to. They absolutely have to. There's There's... Like you said, there's no room anymore. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is this is uh, this is the end of UHF. If you're gonna if you're gonna donate now, now's the time because <laughs> we're running out of it. Yeah. Uh, here is the plus. Uh, you know, Panama has Costa Rica on Tuesday night. Um, if the U.S. wins the next two games, I mean, so if the win, if they even win on Friday, draw on Tuesday. They still should be okay. 
and they possibly for in that automatic qualification spot. Um, even if they lose both games, Honduras has to play Costa Rica and Mexico their next two games. That's the team right behind the United States. And the U.S. would be in the inter-confederation playoff. I don't know who the Asian team is at the moment that they uh, would potentially be facing off. Uh, but if we're going to give ourselves a little hope, uh, the U.S. has always played very well, oddly enough, under Klinsman. When their back was against the wall, their back is most certainly against the wall. And uh, as term, and the last time they went down to Trinidad, I believe they won 4 nothing. Uh, and who uh, teamed up for a couple goals? Christian Pulisic and Sasha Kleschen, who yeah. got the, the latter not being on this roster. But Benny Fahleber is, so perhaps he can fill that role. Um, I do think they will win. Um, you know, uh, Orlando certainly hasn't been a home field advantage for Orlando City this year because Orlando City itself is not that great. But I, I feel like that wall filled with uh, United States supporters will be quite intimidated for Panama. Uh, hopefully Bruce Arena gets the lineups right, which he did not uh, in the game against uh, Costa Rica at Rebel Arena. And I, I do think, I think they will get the automatic qu- uh, qualification, but damn it if I ain't, you know, if I ain't nervous about it, that's for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel super confident. That is, that is without question. But uh, I, I think they will qualify. And if anyone recalls, four years ago, Mexico – kind of slid in the back door to the World Cup and did quite well in the tournament itself. So just got to get it. That's all I can say. <laughs> Let me ask you a question here. Yeah. Okay. If you could have one former U.S. national team player mm-hmm. come back and play mm-hmm. from, from any time, he's going to come back from when he was 23 years old. Mm-hmm. And his name is not Landon Donovan. Okay, all right. Well, that would have been easy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I were, who was who the guy you're like, you know what? I wish a informed so-and-so was on this team right now. Brian McBride, right? It's got to be Brian McBride. Okay, yeah, sure. That dude can score some goals. He can score some clutch goals. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with, yeah, without a doubt, Brian McBride. I mean, when you, you know, the guy – He's a national team legend, a Fulham legend for that matter as well. So um, I always had a knack for putting it in. So I think that's that's who I'm going with for sure. I'm throwing in mostly physical fit Tony Miola. Oh, there you go. We need that big, loud keeper back there screaming and yelling at those defenders to not fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. That, that's who I want. Yeah. I'm going to put that out as a tweet right now and um, – We'll we'll retweet some of the replies and stuff. All right, cool. Because clearly we're not going to get it tonight. But I'll, I'll throw a tweet out there and see what you guys think. Yeah, it's only a little good. I, I still, I, I, you know what it is. I just kind of feel like uh, Howard had an off game. I think he'll bounce back. Uh, you know, he had an off game against Costa Rica for sure. Um, he's getting up there in age. There's no doubt about that. But you know, hey, keepers can last a while, and I think he's still at 30. I believe he's 38. Uh, the best keeper. We've got, unfortunately, at that age. <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, uh, more dumping ground. Sky Blue Report. Uh, why don't you take it away with that? Yeah. So, actually, a very good, uh, nice way to end the season. Although they're not in the playoffs, but they went up to Boston. Mm-hmm. We're down two nothing. Uh, actually, came back, scored three goals, uh, nice. gave up the tying goal, and then they actually won it four to three. So. The fans that went up there 
and froze their butts off because it was cold. It was cold that night. They got to see a super fun game, and they also got to see Sam Kerr score her 17th goal uh, of the year, which is a league record. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, the league is not that old, but still, I mean, 17 goals in a the short season that they do play is extremely impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, luckily, they're not going to lose her to a Manchester United or anything anytime soon, we hope, you know, because that's how we have players that play in our leagues, and then they go elsewhere. Of course, yeah. Uh, that's kind of like the A-Rod Texas Rangers situation, isn't it, from, like, years ago, where, you know, best player in the league, not the best team. It's so unusual. Yeah, yeah. it's very much. But but the thing is, she's already in the New York area, so she can't actually get sent here Yeah. again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, so, and then the next is uh, USL applies for D2 status, and there's some interesting uh, requirements that come with it. Why don't you, since you read more up on it, why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so they're, they're applying for D2 status, and I believe it is six teams, eight teams that have not um, met the D2 minimum capacity standard, which is 5,000 seats. So aside from the Charlotte Independents and Pittsburgh Riverhounds, all the other teams are MLS2 teams. Mm. including Red Bulls 2. This is the problem. The league president wants them to play in the parent club stadiums, Mm. which makes no sense for a team like the Red Bulls who just moved to renovated field at Montclair State. Yeah. Now, if anyone wants to tweet at us and say, hey, this is Montclair's plans because they're going to add more seats, that's great and we could just kind of move along. Uh, USL president's already said that, don't worry, all the team's going to meet that requirements, which might just be a lot of talky-talk, who knows. But we all know that the Red Bulls can't go, or Red Bull 2 can't go back to Red Bull Arena. No, you just You can't do the double headers, no one sticks around. You can't play on, on non-Red Bull games because no one's there. The expenses are ridiculous. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what this team does. Hopefully this was already, they were already well aware of it, and there is a plan to expand that field. Maybe just bring a bunch of lawn chairs. Temporary bleachers, you know. Yeah. Something. Um, Seattle Sounders, too. I thought they played in that stadium where the Sounders play a lot of their Open Cup matches. Kitsap or something? Yeah, I can't remember the name. It's some kind of complex. Uh, it yeah. does look very small from what I've seen on video from watching their Open Cup matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure they don't want us. I mean, they're not moving no. to Quest Field. That, no that is No, that is not happening whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Van, you know, as for Vancouver, uh, KC's team, Toronto's team, I don't know. I don't know what you do. LA, I'm not sh- quite sure what LA 2 plays, but you you can't do it. You can't have these teams go back. So it's going to be interesting to see how they meet these requirements. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, if you know something about the Red Bulls too that we don't, please get at us and we'll retweet it. And maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode because I am curious to see uh, what goes on there. Yeah. There's just no way it makes no sense for them to play in a 25,000-seat stadium when they average 500 fans a game. So right. if that, you know. It, it looks sparse for Red Bull 2 games at Montclair. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know, I've been to, well, I've been to one, the one home game we went to at the, the, uh, what's it called the, um, the training complex and yeah, maybe a couple hundred people at best. So yeah. this, yeah, this is something they got to fig- kind of figure out if it means adding temporary bleachers at, uh, Montclair or what, like on game day, 
do it because there's just, yeah, Red Blue situation would be uh, untenable for sure. And, uh, you know, I think you might want to espouse on the fourth dumping ground uh, point we have here uh, since you wrote it down. It seems oh. like very important news. So It is. Yeah. <laughs> All I put was that DC still sucks. Uh, now, I'm going to combine this with a terrible team of the week because this all kind of goes together. Okay. So I'm going to just lead up with a terrible team of the week was Atlanta. Ooh. Who, and I'm only saying Atlanta. Yes, they lost 3-2. Yes, they lost the game uh, because they were down. They went down a man in the 60th minute. They actually came back and tied that game up. Uh, they ended up losing 3-2. But they lost to Minnesota <laughs> at home. Yeah. And way, way back in March – we put up a poll. Yep. And we asked you who was going to be worse, Minnesota or DC. And I believe it was around 57% or so said Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, was going to be worse. Mm-hmm. Who's laughing now? Indeed. DC is three points behind Minnesota with one less game to play. I believe Minnesota has three games left and DC has two. There you go. I just, I just know, I know that uh, Minnesota has a game in hand. So I find this hilarious because a lot of people have scoffed at our ideas <laughs> that they could be worse, but they are, they are worse. There you go. Much worse. And I'm telling you what, I believe I brought this up on an earlier podcast, but another reason the Red Bulls need to win this game is because they do not want to go into crap hole DC in their last game needing to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Because that's what happened in 2009 when the Red Bulls were terrible Toronto came to Giant Stadium in the last game there looking for a point, and they got annihilated by the Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. Let's not have that flip to us. So let's win at least this next game, get it over with, and then whatever happens, happens in D.C. But good God, is D.C. terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just – I feel like they just quit from day one. How, how has Ben Olsen kept the job? Uh, that part is – I mean, considering Jay Heaps just lost his, uh, I have no idea how Ben Olsen still – uh, maybe it's one of those things like, I mean, granted, Red Bulls got rid of Osario in 2009, but maybe it's one of those things like, oh, whatever, this season's a wash. We're moving into a new place next year. We'll start fresh there. Uh, maybe that's it. I mean, they certainly – has to be, right? has I mean, to they, be. They did bring in a lot of players in the summer transfer window in preparation for next year. Um, you know, they got an impressive 3-3 draw on the road. At a certain no, building. I don't know who that was again. So, um, you know, so that, that's, that's the only reason I can see why this guy still has a job. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, next season he'll be on a short leash. If they come out of the gate and just immediately fall down on the flat on their face, he'll be gone after a couple of games. Uh, much like the guy in RSL this year who, hey, former rebel coach, Mike Pecky. Yeah. Turn that team around. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when the Rebels get knocked out of playoffs, there's your team to root for, you know? There you go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that's the only reason that they would keep them around is, like, they get the new stadium and maybe they'll bring in a couple more players. And mm-hmm. But, oof Yeah. He's had more brutal years than good at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the stinker in 2013. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I guess, yeah, it's got to be just we're waiting for buzzer point, and we'll figure it out then. Uh, hopefully nothing improves. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. nothing. Of course. Hopefully they, they uh, don't have, like we did in 2010, a good year, and they have a terrible year. That'd be fantastic. 
All right. Well, that is all we have on the agenda. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Good. Uh, I, I don't want this to be a sign off because can, can some team I like win this weekend? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anybody? Can someone win? The fucking Jets have won two games, all right? <laughs> the Jets. And I don't, I don't expect much out of the New Jersey Devils this year because they're a very young team. Uh, come on, please. I'm begging. I'm begging any team that I like. Just win a fucking game. Well, I guarantee you, Rutgers, oh. will, not, Rutgers will not lose this weekend. So that is true. That is that's you can you can lock that one up. <laughs> lock it up. Rutgers will not lose this weekend. You can bet the, I believe they set the over under at zero and you can take that zero. Yeah, absolutely. It's a push. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll all in on Rutgers football. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, you can follow us at once a metro, once metro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rent. You can give us some of that money at patreon.com slash rebel rent. You can email us at rebelrant at gmail.com. Call us. Uh, dust off that phone number, 973-348-5329. Facebook, facebook.com slash rebelrant. Twitter, at rebelrant. Jay is at Dr. Stooge. I'm at pmacda2. Truman is at the Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Uh, and as always, thank you, Will Martins. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Last words before we get out of here. Please beat a team from Canada. Yeah, do it. All right. Well, with that being said, we're wrapping up. This is Red Bull Rant episode 243. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lates.